see if we can get the Meltons on board with us. We had some uh, technical issues here. All right. Hopefully you guys can see me here. I'm not sure if we're going live or not. <laughs> Looking at some technology uh, stuff that uh, is kind of new to me here. Hopefully you guys can see me. Uh, JT DeBolt live with you guys for the uh, Elite Marketing Pro um, Daily Dose of Awesome. I'm going to be coming out here with any luck with John and Nadia Melton. Uh, looking to get them on board the webinar right now. Uh, not quite sure if, uh, if we're getting that. I see you guys live. Thank you very much for showing up. Uh, I promise you this is going to be an awesome training today. Uh, had a little bit of a challenge with the technology here, but I think we got it figured out, or at least we're starting to figure it out. Uh, let me just see. I know Hillary's with me. Hey, what's up, Hillary? It would be great uh, if I could somehow connect this with our amazing guests. We're going to have some awesome people on board today. And I know that you guys are going to want to hear from them. So uh, as soon as we can get this thing all figured out, we'll get there going. Let me know where you guys are tuning in from, though. I appreciate you guys coming here on the Daily Dose of Awesome. We do this every single Monday through Friday, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. And uh, it's always a lot of fun, but man, it's when you do something exciting and cool like this, you have to kind of like poise yourself for the un, the kind of like unplanned and the, uh, I wouldn't say inevitable, but some of the stuff that you don't necessarily see coming up. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking to get going here live. Not sure kind of where we're at with this. Uh, hopefully we'll get, uh, some folks coming on here. Got lots of folks tuning in and I appreciate you guys jumping in here. Like I said, uh, John and Nadia are going to be joining me here in just a moment, uh, looking to get them on board. Let me just see what I got. What's up, friends? See, uh, <laughs> I see uh, Chuck Kewen in the house. What's going on? Good to see you. Who else is here with us? Laura, what's going on? Fran is in the house. Fernie Ceballos is uh, joining us. He's going to get the link to John. Cool. We're going to get going here in just a minute. As you're jumping out, let me know something that you guys are pumped about. I'll tell you what I'm pumped about. I'm pumped about magnetic sponsoring. And guess what? This is a little bit of, uh, I guess you'd say a throwback. You know, this is old school stuff, man. This is uh, one of the original OG versions of the book. Done by none other than Mike Dillard, but uh, if you guys haven't had an opportunity yet to hear more about this, I think you probably have. If you've been hanging out with us over the last week or so, you know we've been talking a lot about magnetic sponsoring. Get yourself over to magneticsponsoring.com. Grab yourself a copy of the book. It's actually free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. We'll ship it out to you. It's going to be something awesome. I think you guys are going to love it. Uh, lots of great stuff in there. In fact, we're going to be talking more about that here as we jump out. and. Uh, I see some folks joining me here. Mr. John Melton. You there, buddy? Hopefully, Yes, you sir. Hey, brother. Good to see you, man. Or why? I don't quite see you yet. Hopefully your uh, video comes through and we'll get this thing rocking and rolling. Is Nadia with you? No, it's just me, but I'm not seeing anywhere where I can unmute the video. You might have to do it on your end. Oh, maybe. Let me just see. Let's see if we can get you hooked up here, my man. Sorry, I lost my electricity. It's very windy here. And actually lost 
uh, electricity. So that's kind of crazy. Oh, bummer. Yeah, that's that's not fun at all. Um, let's see. So there's nothing on my end. Down at the bottom, it should show you a little bit of a camera. Um, can you just yeah, click on it? Yeah, typically it does. I do Zooms all the time, but there's not. it just has the mute. It has lower hand, chat, Q&A, and that's it. Got it. Let's see what we got here. Yeah, I don't have much else for you either. One second. I this is always my, fun, isn't it? <laughs> my phone just updated overnight. I don't know if maybe because iPhone updated, maybe Zoom is different. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see here. Promote you to panelists. Maybe that will help, right? Hillary Knight in the house helping out. Oh, there we go, dude. You did it. Hey, man. Hats off to Hillary. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, this is how come even if you're a professional, you got to have the people in your corner that know what they're doing. And, and the only uh, thing is, <laughs> it does say when I hit it, it says you cannot start your video because the host has disabled it. What? Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. This is awesome. This is uh, so. By the way, we always talk to people, John, and I know you probably have done this in the past too with your with your teams. Is uh, you know you got to get out there and um, you got to make mistakes. You got to try things out, and not everything's going to work out the way you think they will. Uh, this is a prime example of that, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Anyway, we'll get this thing figured out. Uh, one thing I want everybody to kind of know is as you're jumping out, kind of let us know where you're tuning in from on the big blue marble. Give a big shout out to John. Uh, want to just say a huge, uh, amount of gratitude to you, brother, for taking some time out. I know you're super busy. I know you got a lot of cool stuff shaking in, in your world. So, uh, appreciate you jumping out here with us, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Excited to be here. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to see, I'm not clear on where that is. Apparently it's a setting that I'm not seeing, which is going to be a bummer because we want to see your awesome, handsome face, but, uh, I don't know what is going on here. Um, okay. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. Um, let's just jump into this real quick. And um, man, I, I want to respect your time. I want to respect everybody else's time. Unfortunately, we can't see your face and I don't have any clue on how to actually correct this. So let's see. Let me just see if I can do one more thing here. And, uh, and if this doesn't work, then we'll jump into it. I'm going to make uh, Hillary a panelist to see if she can help us out. Um, John, real quick question for you while we're getting this thing kind of squared away. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, kind of what got you and Nadia, specifically you, involved in entrepreneurship. Were you one of those people that like jumped in at the age of like two months and you were automatically an entrepreneur or was it a journey for you? What, what did that look like? <laughs> well, I got started when I was 20. Uh, it was actually the month before I turned 21. And actually, last month was my 18-year anniversary in network marketing, believe it or wow. not. So, yeah, for me, I got started at a young age, had no background in business, never heard of MLM, never heard of network marketing. But I was intrigued, to say the least. I mean, I, I thought it was an awesome concept. I was like, dude, I found it. I'm getting rich. I'm going to tell my friends and family. Everybody's going to buy these products and join my team. And of course... Lo and behold, that did not occur, but I got really excited about the concept. It just took years for me to become an overnight success. 
Yeah. Isn't that funny too? Because I think the overnight success piece, that's the part that a lot of folks get kind of enamored with. They're like, Oh, I'm going to jump into this. I see guys like John and see, see Nadia. And I see all these people, Fernie Ceballos, Kate McShay, all these people that are like crushing it. And they think, okay, that's just how they were hatched. You know, they were just kind of one of those people that like jumped out of the, out of the womb, making money, banging the, you know, hitting the, hitting the ground running. And it's not that way, is it? It's kind of one of those frustrating points where you have to go through a process for sure. Right. Right. I mean, it's look, I'm glad I didn't do well at a young age. My first couple of years of network marketing, I'm glad I spent more than I made because, well, two, two reasons, really. The first one is I needed to grow through that process to deserve the success that I achieved later on. And it made me so much more grateful once I achieved success because I knew how hard it was to get there. Mm-hmm. But the second thing, and this has popped in my brain, I'm glad I didn't make a lot of money at a young age because I was young and you know, who knows what I would have done with yeah. a lot of money. Like now, if I were making that kind of money, then the money I'm making now, six figures a month, I would have gotten my ass in a lot of trouble. There ain't no doubt about it. And it was, it was good that it took a while. I mean, obviously at the time I didn't see it that way, right? When you're in it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so frustrating. Why can't I get, you know, number one, in the beginning, it's like, why can't I find anybody as motivated as me? And then later on, you find some motivated people and then they're not coachable. They don't follow the system. And then, you know, looking back, I probably didn't really follow the system either. Right. So they were duplicating me being uncoachable, but uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of personal development. I went through a lot of rejection. You know, the first company I was in went out of business. Uh, Then I got into the mortgage industry and actually that's where I made a lot of money. I made uh, just my first year alone in network mark or in mortgages, I made 125,000, uh, which, you know, when you're 24 years old, 25 years old, whatever I was at that time, like that was a lot of money to make. I mean, that was an astronomical amount of money. And all my friends were pissed off because they all went to school, got degrees. They were in all this, this debt, right. Their their you know, tuition debt that they had to pay off. And I had no debt because I dropped out of community college. <laughs> I'm making all this <laughs> I'm making all this money. And then the next year I made 250. I was the number one loan officer at a pretty big uh, mortgage company in Baltimore. And I was just, you know, super competitive, tireless work ethic, uh, very hungry, very, very, uh, I was a sponge. I was just trying to learn as much as I could because I didn't even know what a mortgage was when I got into the, the mortgage industry, but I knew I could outwork anybody. And that's all I really did. Like they used to track call logs. My call logs were always, Like I would have 500 calls a week. I'd make a hundred calls a day. And there was very few people that would make a hundred calls a day, 500 for the week. Uh, But out of the ones that did it, they didn't do it every week. I did it every single week for the first couple of years. Then I got back into network marketing in 2006. But I truly think, even though I spent more than I made the first couple of years in network marketing and then got out of it, I truly believe the reason I did so well in mortgages, the reason I did so well in my next network marketing venture and finally started making six figures in that company, that second go around. Um, I really believe that was all because of what I learned and what I learned not to do in those first couple of years. Like I learned how to have a work ethic and I learned how not to make excuses. I learned right. how to communicate with humans and how not to communicate with humans. I learned how to provide value and not have commission breath. I learned how to build a team and be a leader that is empathetic, sympathetic, that, that is available, accessible, and not be the ass-based leader that I used. <laughs> I, I was trying not to swear, but it happened. But I was trying, not to, okay. I was trying not to be an asshole like my upline right. in that second company. I mean, I had upline that was very talented, but they were just jerks, man. Like they were just, 
they were, they were my way or the highway mentality. And I'm like, I'm a freaking entrepreneur. And you want me to be a drone, like a, like a, like a robot, like an employee, like you want to be the boss of me. And if I don't do it this particular way, quote unquote, you won't work with me. And for me, it was like, I had to find a better way. And that was when I took to social media and learning online marketing and learning from like Mike Dillard and magnetic sponsoring, you know, uh, coming across like Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Ray Higdon, Shalene Johnson, Marie Forleo, Brendan Bouchard, like all these people that I got, you know, value from and my wife got value from. And I think I'm on video now. Woo-hoo! Yes, there he is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, John Melton. Right on, brother. And, and, and my electricity is out. It's like super windy here on the East Coast. So our, our electricity has been going in and out. So I don't even have my light right now. It's kind of funny. Thank God we're doing it during the day or else we'd be in the dark yeah. doing this. Um, but yeah, so for us, it was it was like, man, I got to learn a better way because I was, you know what I was? I was sick and tired of chasing people. I was sick and tired of having to find people to talk to about my business. And I was like, there's got to be a better way. Like, And if there isn't a better way, then I'm going to get out of the 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 you know, the whole MLM thing altogether and go back to mortgages because at least like in mortgages, they produced leads every day. They had telemarketers that would telemarket people. And then when someone expressed interest, they would turn that lead over to a mortgage banker. The problem is with MLM, as we know, and buying leads and telemarketing like that, that doesn't work, right? That never worked in my opinion yeah. in MLM. Even the guys I know that, that did that stuff back in the heyday, it was just, not an appealing way, in my opinion, to build a business. I wanted people coming to me. I wanted to find people that were looking for what I had to offer. But the only way to truly do that is to learn marketing. And in most network marketing companies, they teach you everything but marketing. They teach you how to network spam, network sell, network pitch, prospect. They teach you all these different things, but they don't teach you how to generate leads and draw people to you because at the end of the day, People are buying your company products every day. They're joining your company MLM, right? They're joining every day. There's people coming into your business every day. They're either on your team or somebody else's. So why would someone buy from you versus someone else in the company? Why would someone partner with you versus someone else in the company? How are you going to stand out? How can you consistently create a situation where you always have people to talk to? And I started hearing people talk about making a list, building a list, whatever. Uh, I didn't know what it meant. I'm like, what does that mean, a list? Like a list of people on a piece of paper, right? They were talking about an email list, Uh, creating offers, opt-ins, freemiums, capture pages, like all this stuff that was like totally foreign to me. But I was so determined to figure it out and learn from experts because I'm like, you know, I don't know anything about blogging because back then that was the hot thing, right? Blogging and YouTube. I was like, that stuff seems complicated the more I learned it. But I'm like, what if I could just use this on like Facebook? And I started doing videos. I would upload uh, these short little videos. My first day, check this out. My first day doing attraction marketing, I was going to be a vlogger. Didn't really know what that meant, but it sounded neat. Um, I did five one minute videos throughout the day and I just uploaded them onto Facebook. That's how I started in uh, February, 2013. Those were my first, my first few videos. The phone was super close to my face. And, and I was like, you know, spitting into the phone anyway. Um, but that, that's how I started. And it was, it was because of some of these pioneers, you know, Fernie and, 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 you know, uh, Mike Dillard and all these, all these people that, you know, they were, they were speaking my language, you know, they knew the pain points that we had. And I was like, 
you know, I got to learn, I got to learn the Tim Irway way, right? I got to learn the, the Tim Irway way, right? So to me, it was like, I got to, I got to figure this stuff out, but I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. And you know, the worst part was I was a top leader in my company. I was a regional vice president, which was like a big deal in that company. And, and they were all so anti social media. They were so anti, they were saying, Oh, you, all you wasting time on Facebook. They would do that on conference calls. And I'm like, all these people wasting time on Facebook. I'm like, is that like a, is that a, is that a dig at me? Like, is, are they talking yeah. about me? I'm wasting time on Facebook, but I'm recruiting on Facebook. Like I recruited my first person off the internet in 2008, all freaking MySpace. So telling me <laughs> MySpace. that I'm wasting, right, dude. I'm like telling you, like, are we supposed to recruit humans that want to make money? Are we supposed to find people that want to do a business? And anyway, long story short, it was, it was just, I got sick of it. I was at my wits end. So I resigned from that company after seven years in 2013. And we went all in with a different company doing the online stuff. And then uh, lo and behold, that company got shut down by the FTC. So yeah, that was crazy. Then we went to another company, which is the company I've been with for four years. So there's a roller coaster. Yeah, It ain't easy being an entrepreneur. It ain't easy doing this type of business. But I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, if you build a personal brand, you build an audience of people that know you, like you, trust you, it doesn't matter what you're promoting because they know you have their best interest at heart. And if you're doing something that helps them, if you're promoting something that helps them, if you're, God forbid, selling something that helps them, a percentage of those people will buy it. And the other percentage is just going to continue to watch you until the next offer that makes sense to them. And then maybe they buy that offer. And you know what? Some people might never buy anything from you, but at least you're showing up to the world and providing something that other people can get value from. And to me, it's like, you know, you're on the right path when people start thanking you. And I know you guys have people every day thanking you for your value, your wisdom, all the, 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 the content you guys have been putting into the marketplace for well over a decade. And you guys, this community has really been a pioneer to that. So I uh, just want to commend you guys. And if it wasn't for this strategy of attraction marketing, pretty sure I would have got out of network marketing. I appreciate you pointing that out, man. You know, what's interesting is you talk about a journey that I think a lot of people see. And we talked about this just moments ago. You know, you guys have made over $50 million in sales through your companies. You guys have recruited thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people, tens of thousands of people at the very least, uh, and, and converted them into customers. That's a big deal. And a lot of folks don't understand the transition between, hey, you've got eyeballs on you, which you got through, you know, you broke through that glass ceiling or that invisible barrier that, that, that your uplines had created and said, hey, Facebook is for, you know, it's a waste of time, as I heard you say, you know, you yeah. guys broke through that. You created the value. You were able to create the conversion, right, yeah. of a person yeah. who's just given you eyeballs and giving you attention to actually turn it over what, and we talk about this even in our workshops, one of the most intimate relationships you can have with a person is when they actually give you their credit card information. And it sounds weird, but that's a pretty big step for a lot of people. It's a very deep, intimate kind of thing. How did you guys make that happen? And how do you continue to do that with your teams and with your own brand? Because you guys are like masters at that. It's something really interesting to watch you guys do. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a really great question because I think that's one of the challenging parts is for us, we became, you know, these like generic trainers and coaches for network marketing, which sounds great because you can, you know, make money by helping other people make money. That sounds awesome. The problem is I have to also be very careful from an integrity standpoint that like I get a lot of leaders that share my content with their teams in various companies. You can imagine that some of those people are like, hey, what company are you in? So it's, it's hard because 
obviously I, 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 what I'm teaching people is a little different than what I do because mm -hmm. I can't tell you to build a personal brand around being a network marketing trainer and network marketing expert. Right. But you got to start somewhere so you could start sharing things you're learning. Right. I remember when Ray Higdon first talked about ILT, invest, learn, teach. I'm like, that's a cool concept. Right. And then I heard uh, someone else say, earn, learn, return. Right. Or no, learn, earn, return. <laughs> so they right. learned something. Right. They would make money with that strategy and then they would turn around and, and share it with their audience. Like, so all of that started making sense. Um, but I was at least a six figure earner when I started putting out content, teaching people how to build their network marketing business. So when I started doing videos, I was already successful in network marketing. I already had years under my belt. So I, I wouldn't tell people to go necessarily in the direction of one thing or another. You do what works best for you and you won't know until you just start showing up. Do a video on leadership, do a video on personal development, do a, a video on health and wellness, like whatever you're excited to talk about. Maybe you're learning attraction marketing, do a video on that and just say, hey, here's something I'm learning. You take people on the journey with you and eventually you get to a point of where you, you, you kind of have different angles, if you will, on how to monetize, right? Mm -hmm. Like right now I'm promoting this book, right? I'm promoting the, the, the relaunch, the new edition of magnetic sponsoring. I'm going to make, you know, not a lot of money, but I'll make some money promoting that. But more importantly, it's a value to my audience to get that book. And if I make some money, great. If, if somebody says, Hey, that sounds like a neat book, but it's not for me, that's fine too. But the thing is I find ways to promote my own courses, my own programs, things that, that we create. Right. And then I promote people's, you know, info products or tools or resources that I think would be a value to my audience, which is another way we make money through affiliate marketing, right? We have a whole resources page on our website promoting, you know, things on Amazon and, and books and different things, uh, tools for your business. We make a little bit of money with that, right? So it's like, there's so many ways to monetize, but in my humble opinion, I'm just, you know, a network marketer through and through to me, that's the best way to make money, especially for the average person, because the average person is going to start off with a very small network of people. They're going to start off with their friends and family. Uh, the network marketing company they're a part of probably already has, you know, all the, the, the back end stuff in place, right? They, they, uh, you know, manufacture the products, they formulate the products. First of all, they manufacture them, they, they ship them, they, they deal with accounting, employees, customer service, all the stuff. So all we have to do as independent distributors is promote the brand, promote the product. And here's what we figured out a few years ago, probably about four years ago or so. This was powerful is we started teaching people how to create curiosity, mm. right? So attraction marketing is great, but it's not the only way to generate business online. Meaning we figured out that there was two very distinct differences in attraction marketing, curiosity marketing. Attraction marketing is attracting people to you through the value and content you put into the marketplace, right? I, I love live videos that we were, we were doing Periscope before Facebook Live and before Periscope, we were just uploading static videos onto Facebook. So that's kind of how we started. Video for us was the most powerful. I'm not going to sit here and act like, it's the only way, but it is the most effective way. We're doing a video right now. This is more powerful than just hearing my voice. This is more powerful than me putting together a story post via text. But there's so many ways you can put out content. I'm not going to say one is necessarily better for you than the other, but video has been the best for me and a lot of our students, a lot of our teammates, even if they do all the other stuff, which I do all that stuff. I do text 
story texts. I do uh, Instagram stories, Facebook stories. I, you know, pre-recorded videos that are edited and then you put them up on YouTube. We got a YouTube channel. We do all the things, but to me, nothing is more effective and efficient for that matter than Facebook live plus a brand new person that just starts their business can easily go live about this new business, this new product, super nervous, but they're super excited. And mm -hmm. the angle we took was teaching people to lead with the product, lead with the product because look, I love recruiting. That's my specialty. You know, you said it, we've recruited thousands of people between my personal recruits. I probably recruited personally 1500 and then helping thousands of people on my team over 18 years recruit people. But what we found was it's easier to teach the average part-timer how to get a customer through a curiosity post than to teach that person how to recruit a bunch of people and then teach those people how to recruit. And, and quite honestly, the reason the company I was in got shut down by the FTC because it was a self-consumption model. So oh, yeah. not only is it easier to duplicate customer acquisition, but your FTC proof when 85% of your revenue comes from customers, it's easier to get customers. It's easier to, to consistently get customers. Like think about it. Even the best recruiters in the world are probably not going to consistently recruit 10, 20, 30 people every month like clockwork, right? Even the best recruiters probably won't do that. But I've got people on my team that consistently acquire 10, 20, 30 customers a month. In fact, you said it, our team did uh, $25 million in 2017 total sales, wow. $30 million last year. We're well over 30 million already this year with November being the biggest month of the year for us because we do these crazy Black Friday, Cyber Monday specials. But for like sure. literally just over the summer alone, bro, we did $11 million in sales. We're, we're bringing in over 10,000 new customers a month. And I'm not saying that's because of me or because of my company. I'm saying that's what's possible if you teach people how to market, how to prospect the right way on social media, create curiosity, not be an infomercial for the company. Like if you go to my Facebook, you can't figure out which company I'm in. That's on purpose, right? right? Then you teach them how to have conversations to be direct, but not too direct. So you don't have commission breath, right? So how to communicate. Then we have a whole exposure process called ATM ad tag message. So someone expresses interest in the products or the business, you get them in a private group so they can learn more about the products and opportunity. You teach them how to follow up and close, which is, you know, for some of us, you said it, it's a little hard sometimes when you're new yeah. to say, man, like, are you ready to get started? Like time to buy time. To exactly. Break out the credit card, baby. And then yeah. we teach them how to, how to be an efficient marketer, how to just focus on money-making activities. And then once they're profitable, maybe we'll teach them more advanced strategies. But in the beginning, man, we like to keep it super simple. What I like about this community, what you guys teach, is you're teaching people basically how to never run out of humans to talk to. Now, I yeah. think everybody should start with their warm market. I think everybody should start with people they're already friends with, because if you don't, okay, well, someone from my downline or someone from the various downlines inside of this community are probably going to end up prospecting your current friends. So either you can talk to your current friends about your product or opportunity, or we's going to get them. But yeah. if you don't want to start with more market, you don't have to. We just recommend starting there. And yeah. then as you branch into the cold market, you start learning how to create freemiums or opt-ins, you know, different offers, how to run Facebook ads and funnels and all that advanced stuff. Because at some point that is going to play a part if you really want to next level it and think long-term like, dude, it's scary to rely on just social media. 
I mean, that's what I have people start with. But long term, you don't know if Facebook's going to say, you know, they're no more MLM, anti MLM. Yeah. What if they shut down your Facebook? What if they shut down your Instagram? What if you get shut down on all social media fronts, but you got your email list? You know, you've got another way to communicate. So anyway, I know I went on a tangent there, but I hope that helps a little bit. But here's the thing. I love what I love the tangent you went on. I think you covered some really great stuff in there, John. And one thing that's super important, and I'm going to check in here. I want to see how folks are checking in because I think a lot of people can relate to that story that you, you know, you talk about. First and foremost, there's two sides to this. I agree. Hey, start with your warm market. Some folks, though, they're they are scared, like almost into their own, like where they're frozen solid to not want to move forward because they don't want to start with their warm market. The beautiful thing is, is that what you guys teach, what we teach, what we're all kind of on this, on this journey with together is especially with magnetic sponsoring, you can learn how you could talk to total strangers. You can attract people that don't even know you exist when they wake up in the morning, they find you later that afternoon. And all of a sudden you are in front of them. You are kind of the center of attention for them. Uh, and what's interesting about that is, is that we talk about ways to do that in an authentic way. The thing I love about what you and Nadia have done is you guys are so yeah. authentic, so true to form. Um, and by the way, lots of cool comments. People are really stoked to see your face. <laughs> They're glad that you're not totally out of power. Um, yeah. well, I have, I have uh, data, so we're using my data. So yeah, oh. I had just, if it was just Wi-Fi, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. You'd be hosed, right? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, hey, lots I, people... I want to say two things. I want to say two things about what you yeah. just said, man, because that was really good. Two things. One, my way is not the only way. And even, even in this community, it's not the only way. We just think these ways, these strategies are better. If someone mm-hmm. likes home meetings and sitting down with people face-to-face and three-way calls, be my guest. But I don't do any of that. And I don't right. tell anyone they have to do that because we don't do that. So I don't think it's my, the, my way or the highway. Like, you figure out what works for you. You want to lead with the product, lead with the business, cold market, warm market, online, offline. I'm just giving you what's worked for me to create a multi-million dollar business. I mean, in 2017, we got into the top 100 income earners in all of network marketing, which yeah. tells me we have one of the top 100 teams in all of network marketing. And we keep creeping up on that list. I think last I checked, we're like number 86, maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the long and the short of it is, and I heard Mike Dillard say this quote actually years ago. He goes, oh, God, I don't want to butcher it. That eh, doesn't matter. But it was something along the lines of, you don't want to have to go to your warm market until you don't need to. It was something yeah. along those lines. Like Basically, he didn't want to have to talk to people face-to-face or you know, talk to friends and family or, or even strangers out and about. He wanted to find a way to bring people to him. And he was like, you go to your warm market when... Uh, you don't need to when you don't need them or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's so good. I was like, that's that's the world I want to create where I don't have to be the guy that's at the party, the family gathering, the freaking restaurant. And I got to recruit yeah. the waiter. I got to recruit. I got to constantly bring it up to my uncle, my nephew, my, my cousin, my brother, my mom. Like, dude, I don't want to be that guy. I'd rather get out of network marketing than to end up in the NFL. No friends left. Yeah. So anyway, I just, sure. I'm just glad. I'm glad you said that because it made me think about it. Well, you know, it's funny because just in case you guys are just joining us and you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Mike Dillard. Uh, He's the one that actually authored this book, Magnetic Sponsoring. There's a brand new version of this book that's actually expanded. This one, I've actually had this book for probably, 
at least eight years, maybe actually even longer than that. This, this is one of the very first editions of the book that ever came out. But if you guys want to grab a copy of this, get yourself over to magneticsponsoring.com right now. Grab the book. It's free. You just got to pay for shipping. We'll send it right out to you. Tons of great stuff in here. And that's exactly what John and I have been talking about today. John, I'm curious for you guys, what's one specific thing or maybe a couple of things that you've taken away from actually where you implemented uh, this, uh, the magnetic sponsoring philosophies or maybe even the attraction marketing philosophies into your business? What was one big shift that happened for you guys in your business? Well, so, and I did a video about this the other day on my wall. I think the biggest thing is, I figured this out a long time ago, is to build relationships and not burn bridges, right? Even if someone joins my team and quits, I think it was because I was in this one company for seven years and I literally had people legit that joined me multiple times over the course of seven years. Wow. Get in and quit, get in and quit. I had one guy that joined me three times, the first year, the third year, and the second year. And he never made it, but it was just like, it was an indicator, build relationships, stay in touch with people. Uh, I'm the fisherman, they're the fishing poles, and I got to taproot those, those people that I bring to the table and get into their warm market. But I didn't want to have to just rely on my team. I wanted to consistently, I was like, dude, I remember thinking if I could just bring in three to five personal recruits a month, that would be fantastic because I know how to tap root. I know how to get into someone else's warm markets, warm markets, warm market. I used to tell people just get started and start introducing me to people. The sooner you start introducing me to humans, the sooner I can make you money. And I knew that even if they only introduced me to one good person, I could drive that line super deep. Uh, so anyway, long story short, I, I figured out relationship building a long time ago, but when I started implementing attraction marketing, we started attracting really high caliber people. Like how many of you know uh, Amber DeLuf or Julie Burke or Marina Simone? Um, you know, some of these people that are in Tanya Eliza. Like I personally enrolled a lot of these phenomenal, by the way, for some reason, we have 90% women in our company and our specifically in my team. I don't know about the whole company, 90% women. Um, so I attract a lot of like, you know, very entrepreneurial moms, uh, female just go-getter types that like to go online. And dude, that wouldn't have happened if I didn't build relationships and build a brand, learn attraction yeah. marketing, because they were attracted to how my wife and I were building our business online and how we had duplication online. So that's yeah. the epitome. And, and I never prospected all four of them I just mentioned. I didn't prospect any of them. All of them came to me directly or indirectly because they were curious of what we do. They were curious of how we do it. Rena Zahara, she always talks about how I met her in a blogging community. That's how we connected. And I didn't go in there to recruit her. We were just, she was asking questions about her blog or website. And I was just providing some, some ideas, things that were working for us. That's how I enrolled her. Sandy Humple, one of my top leaders, her, her and her husband actually, bro, they started following us. And then Dave, at some point, got the courage to try to prospect me into this new company. <laughs> and I, re I remember saying to him, I was like, oh, dude, I didn't, I didn't know you were looking for something new. I didn't know you were looking for something new. Um, you should really take a look at it. Anyway, I flipped them and they ended up coming into our business. And, you know, again, top leaders within our organization, they came to us. Mindy Baxson just recently came to us, hit a top rank. These are people that I built relationships with, but they started following our content. They started seeing our value. And if it wasn't for the value we put into the marketplace, they wouldn't have known we existed. Well, so that's another, why I love that this community teaches that. Here's something important. And, and I want people to really get this about you because I'm going to brag on you for two seconds. Cause I know you won't do it for yourself, but here's the important thing. The names <laughs> you brought up, 
Okay. These are high caliber, high, heavy hitting people. They didn't necessarily, not all of them maybe started off that way, but maybe when they saw you, they, they were attracted to you. They were already kind of crushing it. I'm not clear on where they were on their journey when they, when they, most of, yeah, most of them, most of them were crushing it or they, they were kind of on the decline of crushing it because maybe their company did yeah. something stupid or there, something happened that made them say, you know what, maybe it's time to look at something first person popped in their head and it wasn't even person. It was actually my wife and I, right? Like Nadia probably had better relationships with some of these women than even I did. But I was like kind of the builder of the MLM team. She was the builder of the brand. So we kind of both figured out like what we like and dislike doing. She's more into like the brand building stuff, the blog, the YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. all the stuff that has to do with our training and coaching business where I was more into the network marketing team. So when they became, you know, open, they reached out, they started the conversation. It wasn't me saying, Hey, you know, you want to take a look at my thing. Every time yeah. I talked to them, it was, it was the attraction marketing dude. Like, thank God. But what's cool is these were high power kicking ass people. Yeah. They were not attracted to you just because you were cool. I mean, they were, that was probably right. part of it, but they were attracted to you because you had something that was working. And these yes. are people who just like anybody here, in fact, guys type it into the chat box. If you're getting value from, from, uh, from John here, give him a fist pump, give him a high five, because this is the kind of stuff, it doesn't matter whether you're starting off or whether you are crushing it, you're at a six, maybe moving into a seven figure level, this stuff works. And the fact that you attracted the people who don't have time to screw around with, with, uh, you know, strategies and stuff that don't work, they don't have time for stuff that hasn't been tested and proven that right. should tell people who are maybe working jobs or maybe who are climbing from the five into the six figure level, who got kids, who got spouses, who got stuff going on. They're building teams. We don't have time to screw around with the stuff that's ineffective, right? Well, we, and let's be honest, and JT, let's, and JT, let's be honest. A lot of these companies, they don't like this stuff. They don't like the generic yeah. content, brand building, attraction, marketing conversation. And I'm like, okay, keep bashing it. Keep bashing <laughs> what we do because there are companies out there that love what we do and the way we do it. And those are the companies that are going to attract the best people, right? Those are the companies that are going to stand the test of time, especially in this day. There's companies out there and I don't want to name names. There's companies out there, literally none of their leaders are even on social media. The culture is to not be on social media. Now, some of you are probably thinking, what? There's companies like that? Yeah, you wouldn't know it because you'd have to literally talk to a distributor that's uncoachable in that company that has a social media account telling you, we don't have social media accounts in this company. I think it's yeah. the most fascinating thing in the world that there's companies out there that actually tell you, don't waste your time on social media. You don't need social media. And, and we all can probably think of who these companies are. And I'm like, hey, more power to you guys. But you did it back in the heyday when social yeah. media didn't even exist. I understand that that's not how you did it in 1984, 94, even 2004 or 2014. I understand that's not how you did it then, but that was a different era. That was a different time. So anyway, that would be like using a typewriter today as opposed to using a laptop. And it's like, Oh, it worked back then. Well, yeah, well, we didn't have, you know, electricity back then. (laughs) We didn't even have the internet. So uh, crazy stuff. Listen, dude, I know you're on data and I know you've been super generous with your time. And of course your wisdom, tons of people giving the fist pumps and the high fives. Just want to let you know that. I don't know if you can see that here, but Got, getting lots of love from Mr. John Melton here. Last question I want to ask you just real quick and, uh, you know, give us your insights into this. 
you've had so much experience in the network marketing industry. You've worked with people from different walks of life, different levels of experience, different levels of, of, you know, of results. Mm -hmm. Who needs this book? Who, who is magnetic sponsoring best going to serve? Who, who should drop what they're doing right now? Get to magneticsponsoring.com and grab themselves a copy. I mean, obviously the easy answer is anyone watching. Cause if they're watching this, they're clearly dissatisfied. You know, I always say, uh, I was just talking to one of my leaders about this yesterday. And I said, anytime someone's joining a mastermind, paying for coaching, uh, you know, buying a book, buying a course, typically they're not where they want to be. It doesn't mean they're unhappy necessarily, but a lot of them are, uh, they're not getting results. And, and by the way, you're not going to buy this book or, or get involved in any program and just magically start seeing results. But at least to me, it was like, when we went in this direction, I was excited again. I kind of lost my enthusiasm because I'm like, am I just going to be literally doing home meetings every night for the rest of my life? Am I literally going to be chasing people, meeting at coffee shops, having to call people over and over again, hoping they freaking answer, maybe call from a different number or do star 67, hoping my, like, are you kidding me? Right. Or is it star 69? It's one of those two, right? You were yeah. like, hit the, so that way the phone number didn't pop up and they answer. You're like, Oh, Jim, Jim, it's John. Like, Oh, I'm yeah. avoiding your phone call. Right. Anyway, so I was like, I got to find a better way. And even though it didn't work instantaneously, nothing worth doing does. At least I felt like I'm headed down the right path because mm -hmm. it made sense. Build an audience, you know, build a network of people that know you, like you, trust you. And over time, as you develop the skills, you develop the result. You know what people are really buying? They're buying the results. This is a pain point for most marketers out there, not just network marketers, all marketers, where they want to generate leads, they want to build a brand, they want to attract people, they want to have to, uh, they want to be in a situation where they don't have to find someone to sell their product to, or join their business, they want to, they want to have people coming to them. So I feel like everybody should get it, but especially people that feel like there's a better way, they're sick and tired of doing it the way they've been doing it. And, and even if you're doing it, but you haven't gotten to the point of where you're creating results, at least you know you're headed down the right path. And I think this book can help you just accelerate that process and just become that much more knowledgeable. You know, a, a really good friend of mine, uh, Bob Heilig, I remember when he first started asking me about building a personal brand and asked me how we're doing what we're doing and he wanted to learn it. I think the very first book, could have been the second book, but it was one of the first books that he got was, was this book. And that was what changed everything for him. And he was like, I'm going to start doing, he started doing videos every morning at 8 a.m. Uh, during the week. It was on Periscope. And then, of course, eventually Facebook Live once that came out. And dude, he is literally, he's literally built a multi-million dollar training and coaching business, retired from network marketing. He was my partner four years ago. He retired and wow. he built this. I mean, he, dude, his first webinar, he made six figures. That's how good he was. That's awesome. And, and he's just built this phenomenal following. And it all started with that book. I still remember when he was like, this book, dude, blew my mind. And I don't even think he's ever met Mike. I don't even know if Mike knows that, right? So it's, it's kind of crazy how this book was kind of like the pioneer for not just attraction marketing, but specifically network marketers learning how to attract people to them. That's how Ray Higdon got started. That's how so many incredible individuals, Kate McShay, who I just interviewed on my wall, you guys should check it out. She crushed it. Um, we kind of went down this, this path because we weren't satisfied with the way it was being taught and the way it's always been taught for decades. Again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it yeah. anymore. I didn't want to do home meetings every night. I didn't want to do three-way calls. And I'm glad I had that pain point because I don't think I would have been open to this way of doing things if it wasn't for the pain that opened my mind to the, 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 you know, the attraction marketing concept.
Well, dude, I got to say, I am grateful for your pain. <laughs> I'm not grateful that you had to feel it and experience, but I'm grateful for what it created of you. Uh, yeah. the, just the leaders, uh, the rock stars that you and Nadia have become and grown into and how you've been so willing to share that with our community, not just today, but on our stages and just every opportunity you come in here and really kind of just fill our cup, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you've shared. And and I know just from seeing the comments, man, tons of comments in here, brother. They just, they love you and they appreciate you. And I think just this opportunity to spend almost an hour with you, man, the time has flown. I realize we had some technical issues on the front end of this thing, but thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for taking time, dude. I hope you guys get electricity back soon because uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's good to see you here. Dude, like, really while, while I'm doing that. the video, Nadia walks in, hooks up this little, like, I got this like little mobile light. I'm like, yeah. I was going to be like, babe, who cares? But I'm like, all right, that's fine. She wants to put my light on. That's so this is like a, uh, you know, a non-electricity driven light. Anyway, yeah, Beautiful. it's crazy. But hey, I appreciate the time. I appreciate uh, you guys having me. I always appreciate you guys uh, highlighting our success story because, uh, you know, obviously we always appreciate the shout out and the love. And we try to do our best to, to show up with authenticity, with remembering where we came from, with uh, with integrity, because, you know, I think this profession is amazing. Uh, but I, I, I do think there's a better way to do things. And I think if someone's stuck and they're not, they're not where they want to be. And, and the, the, you know, the old way isn't working like, dude, it just makes sense to learn these strategies because, you know, look, we're, we're almost at the end of a decade. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And if you want the next 10 years to look a lot better than the last 10 years, you know, it's, it, I mean, dude, the book is free just get it. And then there's some really great offers that they make. And anyway, it's, yeah. I would take advantage of all the things. If you are not satisfied and you know, there's, if you're watching this far into this interview, you already know you need to do this. And it's just a matter of taking action and then don't just get the book and let it sit there. Dude, like go through the book and study it and take notes and, and, and implement, be a freaking implementer. I can tell you the one reason Nadia and I've had so much success, especially Nadia, is she is a freaking implementer. If she spends money going to a $10,000 Tony Robbins event or joining a $25,000 mastermind, like she's going to make her ROI. She's going to get her money back on that investment. No questions asked. And I can tell you, those are the best, the best people that we all want to coach are the ones that are implementers. Those are the ones we want to pour into because everybody's, you know, these days, everybody has access to the information, right? It's the information age. We all have access to it. It's what you do with the information that matters. So anyway, I appreciate you guys. God bless. Make it a great day. And uh, I appreciate you guys watching. Thanks for having that me. Said, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you. Way to put an awesome bow on this. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, for those of you who have been joining us, thank you for joining us as well. Make sure you get yourself out there to magneticsponsoring.com. Grab a copy of the book. As John said, it's free. You pay for shipping. Uh, this could be the beginning of your journey. It could be the beginning of the next chapter of your journey. I can tell you this, no matter what, follow John's lead. He and Nadia have implemented this stuff. I love the fact that you brought that home, brother. This is the kind of stuff that will make the difference in your business, in your life, if you allow it to, if you implement it, but you've got to take the action. John, thanks again, my friend. I love you, brother. And, and send my love to Nadia. Thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate you, man. Later, guys. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Take care.